Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Guys and a Mic. I'm Jason. And I'm Dan. All right. A little slow there, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's because of my age. Yeah, it's a good I'm an old age. man. Yes, uh, uh, Dan is calling from his uh, humble abode. He's a little bit under the weather, yeah. but that's okay. He still wants to do the show. So, um, for, uh, first thing before we before we start, make sure you subscribe to the channel. That way, you can get notices of when we're going to seven two five three eight four, and you put in the pin number one six one three three five. I'm going to have it up on the top as we go. And if you want to do the PC, the computer, just go to join.freeconferencecall.com and put forward slash, it's two guys and a mic, and uh, you join the online meeting, and then you pick uh, whether it's a phone or the computer, and then you go on from there. Okay? So, with that um, taken care of, we're going to go ahead and uh, give it to Dan here, if he's got some announcements to make. Yeah, um, first of all, for next week, Sunday, I don't have one. Um, he's a uh, internet sensation right now. He's got his own uh, um, podcast himself. Um, but uh, hopefully, it's not 100% yet. Uh, hopefully, he'll be on our show next week, Sunday. And with that, if you want to introduce our guest for today. Yes, we're going to introduce our guest, uh, Mr. Joe Miserly. Did I say it correctly? <coughs> you can get your book on Amazon in uh, paperback or even the Kindle edition. Are there, are there any other places like uh, Borders Books or any I do other? have a signed copy. You do have a signed copy, huh? Yes, I do. So anybody want to buy it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Dan, Dan, Dan. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of a bio there on Joe. Um, I want to make sure this is correct, because I got this actually off the back of his book. It says, uh, you're a technology professional and a writer from Green Bay, Wisconsin. You're the original creator of all content for the blogging websites BalancePolitics.org, which you sold in 2012, and PoliticallyIncorrectHumor.com, and that has over 25 million hits to date. You're a graduate of UW-Whitewater with a degree in computer science and finance. Is that uh, pretty accurate? That is correct. All right. Um, can you kind of give me a, uh, a definition of what a political analyst is? In case for the people uh, out there. Basically, people that just follow a lot of the current events and uh, kind of like news junkies that – provide their opinions on things okay can you uh now a lot of people are talking uh now about the deep state a lot of people though out there don't actually understand what the deep state is uh can you give us uh your description of what is the deep state well, I would define it as a very loosely organized group of people embedded in our government that really control the power in this country. Um, it includes politicians, uh, members of our intelligence agencies, um, political organizations, fact checkers, uh, think tanks and things like that, um, members of the media. It's all connected in different ways. And a lot of the times the rich donors um, 
control things indirectly through this deep state, but they've been in power for so long and they've been sabotaging not only Donald Trump, but really anyone who is an outsider who doesn't go along with the, you know, the common talking points of both major parties. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think is their agenda? To stay in power, really. Okay. I think that's everybody's agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But but what is... uh, Keep getting rich, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Money and power. Right. And and what does Donald Trump mean? What does Donald Trump mean to the deep state? Well, he's a threat in every way because one of the biggest reasons is he's self-financed. He's he's not controlled by a lot of these billionaires and then political organizations and things like that. So they don't know what he's going to do. And he's already shown that he's going after these things that supposedly, like Republicans supposedly want but never fight for, really returning rights to the people and taking away little little things in our government that help them stay in power. Oh, okay. Huh. So, so in your uh, opinion, Donald Trump is good for this country? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think overall um, definitely is putting voice to what so many of us have been thinking for so long, just very common sense things. Um, sometimes he goes, goes a little over, top, over the top with the way he expresses it, but... Yeah. He still is right. overall. Then, then why do so many pe- if he's doing such uh, good things for the country, why does why do people want this guy impeached? Because he's taking away their power. It, it's really what it is. I mean, you think you, know, you look at everything you know, when someone wants to increase or when, when when someone wants to cut taxes, for example, mm-hmm. well you're taking millions of dollars out of the treasury that they get to spend and you know Pay, repay campaign contributions um, and and things like that, and uh, and he's he's taking he's really calling them out for what they are, especially the, the people in the media. He's really fighting back, and and that's a big threat to them. And you're and you're already seeing it that a lot of these lifelong politicians in both parties are going down. Right. I've I've heard the so, old. What, I've heard the old saying where it says uh, presidents are not put there to change things. They're put there to keep things the way they are. So what, what makes Trump any different? Uh, Excuse me. Can you repeat that? I said, I've heard the old saying uh, uh, presidents are not put there to change things. They're there to keep things the way they are. Um, So what makes Donald Trump different than all the rest of them? Uh, so many of the so many of the laws that he's put trying to pass uh, the tax cuts, building the wall, um, stopping the free, um, the flood of people coming across the border. The Mexicans, um, you name it. I mean, the Mexicans, <laughs> and of course, in well, in the uh, in Canada, we got the Mexicans with sweaters. Keep them going too. So. <laughs> <laughs> and really, he's just—I mean—he's fighting for a traditional America. <laughs> he's fighting for traditional America because, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so much of it is just—it's—it's it's become like there's something wrong with you if you say I, le- I love America, and and he's returning to that Reagan spirit of you know being proud of your country and the freedoms and mm. things like that. And hmm. well, well, you notice uh, culturism. 
a lot of the veterans are finally getting recognition uh, nowadays. Um, you didn't see, you didn't see that with uh, Obama. You saw um, how the veterans were treated poorly. I thought, and well, he, uh, did, uh, now, he did praise Bull Bergdahl. Who is that? <laughs> Bull Bergdahl. He was the he was the guy that uh, uh, Obama traded five Taliban top commanders to get out. Oh. Who was basically okay. a traitor. Now, 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 now that uh, name is kind of, you know, you can't really remember it. Now, if his name was Igor Stravinsky, I think maybe I'd be able to remember it better. <laughs> but <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. So uh, what, what Joe, would be the, uh, um, the process of impeachment that uh, these people are always talking about? Well, it's defined in the Constitution, and really it's, it's initiated by the House. Um, so they have to have a certain number of votes, and then it's supposed to be tried in the Senate. In other words, they, however you want to define it, basically both houses have to vote for it. It's supposed to be right. for treason, high crimes, and misdemeanors, and uh, that's a very loose definition, of course. So it really comes down to the politics, and and because. Republicans control the Senate. It's never going to happen, at least not in, in the next two years. Right. Now, uh, Bill Clinton was impeached, but he got to stay in power. Why is that? Because it only got it got through the House, but it didn't get through the Senate because the Democrats controlled the Senate at that time. So, of course, for political reasons, they let him off. Whether it's, whether it's right. right or wrong. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, so in other words, it could happen the same way for Donald Trump. Yeah, there's a very good chance that could happen. Um, they're just looking for anything they can vote him on, and uh, but it's all it's all political. They just want to they want to create the air of scandal. Like when you right. repeat something enough, that, that this whole Russian thing, and even from the start, it's just been repeating lies after lies after lies. But it's been repeated so often by so many networks, and so many journalists, and everything that it's just accepted as fact. That's their playbook. Now, a lot of Republicans had uh, um, are afraid of the Robert Mueller investigation just because you know, with the uh, fake news uh, bringing out a bunch of things that obviously are not true. Uh, just recently, Robert Mueller actually backed up Donald Trump, stating that. Uh, some uh, information that came out from a, a media outlet was actually not true. Um, is that going to uh, go in favor of Donald Trump? I think it has in this case. Um, I I question his motives, Mueller, Mueller's motives in this. I think he his credibility is so shot that he, I think he's just throwing kind of throwing a bone to kind of get a little bit of it back. But <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay. That's my opinion. Right. But, uh, There's, um, but yeah, this. Go ahead. I was going to say this latest Buzz Buzzfeed thing. I'm sure I don't know if all your listeners are following this, but basically, it's a guy at Buzzfeed who reported this this Russian story that was. I mean, the reporter himself has been caught lying several times and and called on it, and yet he made this report, which he supposedly had anonymous sources had never seen the evidence and CNN and MSNBC, New York times, everything, front page story, front, I mean, everything, they just ran with it. 
and then it turned out to not be true after Mueller questioned it. <laughs> right. Well, it just seems like the the Democrats are able to do certain things, but if the Republicans do the same, you know, then it's a sin. It's uh, well, kind of very biased for the Democrats right now. Every day, I mean, you see 10 different double standard stories that – if it would have been a, a Democrat, it would have been covered completely different to everything on Trump. And yeah, it's the world we live um, in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as far as with the wall being immoral, uh, according to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, um, if you go on YouTube, there's a lot of videos showing Nancy Pelosi's house completely surrounded by a wall. Um, there's also a, uh, a, uh, podcaster that had put out there that um, any illegal aliens can come to Nancy Pelosi's house and get free food and and I guess I, I guess her house was actually barraged by a bunch of illegal aliens you, you would think that that would start making her think you know but uh, you know once a dumbass always a dumbass so I don't know if she'll ever change but Speaking of the wall, um, Donald Trump has the opportunity to uh, call a national emergency um, as far as for building the wall. How is he able to uh, um, be able to build the wall if he calls the national emergency? What kind of things would happen in this country if he called a national emergency? If he calls a national emergency, he has the power to take some set-aside funds and use it for how he so chooses to, to deal with that national emergency. Um, it gives a, it's, a, it's a wide definition of what you can call a, a national emergency, um, but hmm. uh, it's never been used for the wall before, so what's probably going to happen is Trump's going to declare the national emergency, set aside the money for the wall. The Democrats are going to run to court and then they're going to find some liberal judge to put a stay on it. And then it's going to be months and months and months and nothing's going to happen. That's, that's my guess. That's what, but, and then the politics come into it and. It always seems like a big, just a big gigantic waiting game that really nothing Mm -hmm. ever happens. Well, yeah, every president Every president promises the same thing on the uh, the wall and tightening the border, but it never happens. Yeah, you know, yeah, they have four years to do it, but they're they're being railroaded or or blocked at every corner, and they can't get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I whatever hap- whatever happened to working together to get things going? It just doesn't <laughs> doesn't work in politics, I guess. Now there's I, I always said that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, a, a way to get the uh, um, the Mexicans and the Hondurans to uh, pay for part of that wall. Now, when an illegal alien comes into this country, you know, from one of the uh, uh, gates, whatever it's called, uh, on the border, they're uh, they're held for thirty days. Correct, Joe? Uh, I'm not sure on the exact timing, but yeah, they can be held for a little bit, but then a lot of times they're if they get in, they can be released back into our population, and they're supposed to come back on a certain court date, but of course they never show for that. 
So oh. while they're being held, all the capable young men, why don't they have them build the wall? <laughs> because they're too it's busy, too of... busy playing video games and living in mama's basement. That's why. <laughs> right, right. These millennials. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way but I see it. It's just the way of, it's just the way of uh, Donald Trump getting uh, uh, one of the things that he promised is uh, getting Mexico to pay for it. I know the Democrats they're just jumping all over that, but if uh, Donald Trump made it to the point where, while these aliens, these illegal immigrants are being held, they have to be on a workforce for thirty days and make them build a wall. Hmm. Well, be nice, but uh, well, it's kind of hard to do with that. Probably define that as slavery. It's kind of hard to do with that government shutdown going on. <laughs> um, the the thing is, though, uh, they do that with prison inmates. Uh, why couldn't they uh, do that with with people who are being held? I think prisons are private institutions. Well, a lot of them are state run, though. Yeah, but. There's a lot of politics involved in that. Somebody's somebody's patting their wallets somewhere. It always it all it all boils down to money. It it always does. So whoever whoever said whoever said money didn't buy happiness doesn't know where to shop. So right, no kidding. So why don't you, uh, um, Jason, mention our phone number and our pin number and. See if uh, we can get somebody on the line to ask uh, Mr. Meserly some questions. Well, I have it up on the screen in big, gigantic letters, but I'll go ahead and just put in the phone number, 605-472-5384, and the PIN number is 161-335-POUND sign. It's not a hashtag, people. It's a pound sign. Now, um, Joe, uh, there's a, a website out there. I don't, know, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called uh, needtoimpeach.com. Have you heard about that website? Um, I have not. It's basically a website that uh, is trying to gather signatures to try and get Trump impeached. I mean, I know that can't be done, but they gave mm -hmm. uh, 10 impeachable offenses that he's done. I'm going to read number one and let me know if it's, if it's uh, true. It says, after taking office... Trump asked FBI Director James Comey to abandon the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election, which the FBI had already connected to Michael Flynn. When Comey refused to alter course, Trump fired him. Trump then admitted the firing was over the Russia thing in a televised interview. And in a tweet months later, he stated that he had to fire Michael Flynn because he lied to the FBI further affirming that he dismissed James Comey in an attempt to quash the FBI's investigation. So the bottom line is, Trump has repeatedly attempted to interfere in the Russia investigation and admitted as much, and that's a clear case of obstructing justice. So that's a reason they think they should impeach this man. Uh, well, first of all, I would dispute a lot of the facts in there. Um, they're very... Again, so much of this Russian investigation, they state things as facts when they're not exact, when they have people that are questioning that or denying um, things in there, they don't, they don't put that in their statements that it's, it's if true, 
should be added to every single one of these things. Right. Um, but the the Constitution is, if you look at it on the impeach part, all it really says is treason, high crimes, misdemeanors, it, and that's it. Uh-huh. Everything else is left up to the courts and and interpretation. Hmm. Okay, so that's but really I not mean, a good so much reason. of this. You would think they would have to prove a lot of this stuff. I mean, you think about what you have to go to court and prove to get somebody convicted of a crime. None of this stuff they can prove. It's all just their interpretation. Right. And, and of course, in the, in the court of public opinion, he's already guilty as charged. <laughs> At least for half the country. At least for half the country, yes. Hmm. Uh, especially those uh, SJWs out there who, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, He's also he uh, number two is he's violating the emoluments clause of the U.S. Constitution. Emoluments clause, yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, it says because Trump never uh, divested from his business interests, he violated the Constitution every time the Trump Organization has business dealings with foreign or American governments. So, being that he still is running his business even though he's president, that's another impeachable offense. Right there. Well, if, if that's an impeachable defense, I think uh, pretty much all 535 members of Congress would be impeached. And... <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I mean, happens. Nancy Pelosi is worth, what, 300 million, 300 million or something like that? Wow. Uh, on a salary of 180000 she built that up, I believe. So. Well, yeah. Who is that? to see here. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move along. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think uh, when it comes to Nancy Pelosi, uh, Jason probably wants to smoke cigars with her. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, for three hundred million, yeah, she really looks good. For three hundred million. <laughs> like I said, whoever whoever doesn't know, money money buys happiness. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anything else? Okay, number three. Uh, number three. Um, conspiring with others to commit crimes against the United States and attempting to conceal those violations. Um, let me get to the bottom line here. Uh, it says, Trump tried to cover up his campaign's contacts with Russian nationals, which at the very least constituted a violation of federal law. I don't know. Again, every single every single <laughs> presidential candidate has met with foreign leaders. It's, right. You know, even if they did prove collusion, it's not a it's not a crime. It's not a crime. Hmm. Okay. They, and they can't prove it, and they can't prove it anyway. So it's yeah, that's it's so how, more ridiculous how, how, by the day. Yeah, it seems. So to why be. why why is it the Democrats are trying to? Uh, Make such a big deal out of Russian collusion if it's not even a crime. It's it's all about the appearance of something underhanded, and it gets in people's mind that this person is corrupt. Um, now, how come they keep forgetting about Obama and Hillary Clinton and the uh, um, uh, Uranium One deal, but yet... Uh, Donald Trump might have talked to a Russian. I mean, come on. <laughs> Again, when so yeah, when someone's working for the State Department and suddenly has hundreds of millions of dollars coming into a quote-unquote charitable 
organization. Right. That's nothing to investigate, but someone might have talked to a Russian. Oh, got to spend <laughs> right. two years investigating this. <laughs> I mean, uh, they can call it nonprofit, but uh, what it is is uh, they're just paying their daughter millions of dollars, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a laundry. So what do you got? That's what it is. Right. So what do you got for number four there, Jason? Number four, he's advocating violence and undermining equal protection under the law. Uh, bottom line, Trump has demonstrated a pattern of behavior amounting to advocating violence, undercutting equal protection, and as a result, failing basic constitutional duties. I think it's just because of the way he talks. People kind of take it as a threat, I think. Now, there's there's those double standards that Joe was talking about earlier. Um, look at Obama and with these uh, um, black men attacking police with knives and guns. Right. And... Uh, you know, they're talking about how uh, they're prom- Donald Trump is promoting uh, violence. W- what do you think Obama did for the last four years? That's a good question. What did he do? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, when you think about it, uh, the race relations now, um, when Obama was leaving office, was worse than it was before he came into office because... He would be involving himself in the civil um, police uh, actions, uh-huh. which he shouldn't have involved himself in. You know, like uh, who are some of the uh, um, the guys that were uh, killed by police? The Trayvon Williams, I think it was. Or... Trayvon Martin was it? Oh, Trayvon Williams. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? Trayvon something? And, and didn't <laughs> Obama say? It, it, it could have been a, a a son of his. Well, because yeah. Well, you, you know, and uh, but yet the Democrats want to say that uh, um, Donald Trump is trying to create troubles like that. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous about the double standards. What do you got for number five? Number five, abuse of pardon power. Uh, he, I, I guess he, he had pardoned uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Joe Arpaio was convicted for contempt of court after ignoring a court order that he stopped detaining and searching people based on the color of their skin. <laughs> so obviously Joe Arpaio <laughs> was, uh, was a racist, some people would say. Um, but... The the bottom most line. illegal aliens are lily white, blonde haired, right? It have you noticed it always it always seems that um, that there's more protection for the illegal aliens than there are for the for the American citizens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean it's 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 just sad. I mean we're giving billions and billions of dollars to other countries while we have starving people here that we could be helping. So I don't know. Um. But the bottom line is Trump's pardon of Joe Arpaio violates the Fifth Amendment and harms the guarantee of constitutional rights. What do you think about that, Joe? Uh, it's it's kind of laughable. Uh, <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you look at so many of the pardons throughout history, right. um, 
there's a good reason most presidents save all their pardons for like their last few weeks in office, like Mark Rich and his, and the Clinton pardon. Nixon. Uh, one of the most corrupt people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. every single one, every single president has pardoned people for 10 times worse than, than Joe Ar- Ar- Parpile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, right. <clears throat> I don't. I, I've now, seen. Uh, I've seen some uh, video of Joe Pio and when he was uh, in, uh, I believe it's New Mexico, when he was uh, running the jail there. He's got people out in tents, out in the hot sun, wearing the prison stripes. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's humiliation, but you know, they're they're not in jail for for singing too loud in church. You know, they obviously did something mm-hmm. wrong. So. To treat them like that, to treat them like an inmate—that's the way inmates should be treated. How about uh, Joe? You know, as far as the uh, the wall, I saw it uh, written out where uh, the four point seven trillion dollar uh, budget that the uh, government is, would try in passing the five point seven billion dollars. Um, actually amounts to if you had a person who made $47,000 a year, okay, this would be uh, like a middle income, lower middle income, but if they made $47,000 a year, that would be like them using $52 of that 47000 to build a fence. Now, when you put it in a perspective like that, that is just ungodly ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to look at it. This is really one day's worth of spending for the federal government. <laughs> really? In their budget. Yeah, it's a, it's a day. And when they when they say this is about they don't want to spend the money, it's it's probably the most ridiculous thing to come out of any politician's mouth in, in how many years. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's... It it's takes, a rounding error. <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot of money to run a country. I mean, I've heard this was like 10 or 15 years ago. In order to run one of those, um, not a battleship, but the aircraft carrier, to run that, mm-hmm. it takes a million dollars a day to run that thing. And I don't know how many we have in the in the uh, the fleet, but I'm sure it's a lot. And at a million dollars a mm-hmm. day, and that was 15 years ago. I'm sure it's probably more now with the inflation. But oh, yeah. I tell you, gas is down. I'm happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, yeah, Joe, you know do you... Who, who gets hurt? You know who gets hurt by gas going down more than anybody? Who? Russia. The Saudi. Russia. How how, how do you yeah, figure Russia, that? Their economy is totally based on oil. If they don't have oil money coming in, then their economy grows the tube. So if you would think that if Russian if if Trump was controlled by Russia, he would do everything to get gas prices to go up. That's true. Ah, I never thought of that. Now, what is uh, China's economy uh, run by? Smog. <laughs> uh, trade, mostly. So when uh, um, Donald Trump is trying to uh, change the the trade with uh, China, it's actually affecting them uh, greatly. Yeah, what, what happened with so many of the countries that we do business with is 
we had corporations that wanted to build companies there. They wanted to expand their business, get more sales coming in. And so they went to our government and said, do whatever you have to, promise whatever you have to, just so we can do business. And so what they would do to get into China is they would say, okay, if we can sell your cars here, we will allow it, but we are going to charge you $5,000 a truck or something like that. And right. so we're saying, oh, yeah, okay, 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 we'll go, we'll go along with that. And this was many years ago, and you see this in the NAFTA and the Trans-Pacific Trade Agreement. So then all these years have passed right now, and all these stupid deals that we have made, made to get initially in there are still in place. And so Trump is trying to reverse that because you look at it, there's so many things that are unfair to American businesses because they start out at a cost disadvantage because of this. Okay. And that's what he's trying to fight. And China, more than anybody, has these deals because we weren't exactly on friendly terms when we first started doing a lot of this business in there. So we promised them the world. And that's why there's such one of the reasons that there's such a big trade imbalance right now is because of these deals. Huh. Right. Now, uh, for any listeners out there, uh, we're talking to Joe Meserly, political analyst and author of The Vigilante Terrorist. Um, if you'd like to ask him a question, uh, call us at 605-472-5384. The PIN number you will use is 161335, followed by the pound sign. Uh, call us anytime right now. We're live right. uh, with Joe Meserly. Now, um, no, number, number six is a doozy, let me tell you. Um, enga- number six is engaging in conduct that grossly endangers the peace and security of the United States. It's basically saying that uh, he is unfit to perform his duties as commander-in-chief and he cannot be allowed. He's basically reckless, reckless and he needlessly endangers millions of Americans with his unstable behavior. <laughs> In other words, he's a weirdo. Do they give any examples of this? <laughs> no, they give, uh, well, let me see. Um, high-ranking administration officials involved in foreign affairs have signaled that Trump does not have the capacity to make informed decisions in the event of a military crisis. That's one. There's your, there's your deep state influence. Right. Even worse, his actions could spark a needless confrontation stemming from misunderstanding or miscalculations. But who knows more, that better than he does, right? And then how he always says, um, when, uh, "Whenever he is breaking out in North Korea, and right?" Stuff like that. It says we see this in full effect every time Trump tweets or makes a public statement taunting and threatening the North Korean regime. I thought he was trying to uh, <laughs> try to bring uh, North Korea together, make it peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the friendliest terms we've been on with North Korea and, and probably since the 50s. But this must be this must be a liberal website. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So far, almost almost seven million people have signed up. But uh, like I said, I don't think that's going to. Well, talk about start. deep state. I'm sorry. Yeah. When, when you talk about the deep state influence, so many of these things like. Uh, news reports, uh, websites, uh, internet memes. Uh, this is all very coordinated by a lot of people that are connected to these billionaires and political organizations. And right. and one of the things I, I cover in my book is 
I created a, a presidential candidate, a third-party presidential candidate, and I constructed him ha- as the perfect candidate that most people look for. I mean, uncorruptible, intelligent, now, you know, all kinds of solutions to different things. Right. And then I show how journalists and political organizations and government officials and everything systematically destroy him, systematically destroy his life, his reputation on just a one through, you know, one through 10 formula that they do on every candidate they want to destroy. Um, And that's one of the scariest thing in this country. And that's why it's so hard to get good people in office. Right. (laughs) Well, the one thing uh, we can always say, you know, uh, without a doubt, this is the hottest first lady ever. (laughs) I mean, she definitely is more beautiful than Jacqueline Kennedy, even though Jacqueline Kennedy was a very beautiful lady. Um, this, uh, just Hillary even. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, she's not as good looking as Hillary is. I don't know. I think you got your your your, your, your women uh, twisted around there, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, okay. Another thing is uh, he undermines the freedom of the press. I love what he did to Acosta. That was classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called him. He called him rude, and the uh, um, the Democrats jumped all over that because Trump was a very Terrible person for calling Jim Acosta rude. He was rude. You know, rude, well, no kidding. When the president of the United States tells you to shut up, you shut up. Yep. Yeah. When there's hundreds of other reporters in the room and he won't let anyone else ask a question, I, I I'd call it pretty rude. Yeah. Yep. Seems pretty Definitely. rude to me. But of course, the the the, the Democrats would, don't see it that way. It's 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 Trump, not not the not the the news people. So. Now, Joe, did you see the uh, um, the reaction from Kellyanne Conway and what she had told Jim Acosta to his face? Oh, yeah. yeah Called him a uh, smartass? <laughs> that was funny. Well, it's what he is. Yep. Of course, you know, who would know better than Trump? I love how he says that. Nobody knows that better than me. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's got a great attitude about it. Like I said, I don't think we have, we've had too many presidents that were businessmen. And he's, I, I think he's right. trying to run America like it's a business. And I think that's how, maybe that's how it should be run, you know? Well, definitely. In order to get the uh, um, United States back in the uh, black, you know, that's, you have to have a uh, president that's business-minded. Right. And to tell you the truth, uh, Joe, uh, I know in the past, obviously not in my lifetime, there was one other president that was a businessman. Do you recall who that was? Uh, Calvin Coolidge? Sounds good to me. I'll take that as an answer. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that there was one other time. Yeah, Yeah. there was one other time in the – in the past, that a president was a businessman and the uh, country uh, ran well. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was oh. – w- that must have been before they, they, they introduced the uh, Federal Reserve, right? When money actually was worth something? 
Right. Now, that, that, there's a good question right there, Joe. Uh, one of the things that uh, President Trump had said um, in the not-too-distant uh, past, he had mentioned how he'd like to get rid of the Federal Reserve. If he would do that, what kind of – what would be his reasoning and what kind of fallout, whether it's good or bad, could happen – if the Federal Reserve was ab- abolished? Well, that's a good question. Uh, really, currency would be more meaningful and be more stable then because it would be backed by gold or something like it used to be in the old days. Right. And so much of uh, our financial system is based on not real value, but the perception of value. And that's why okay. it's teetering and that's why we had the financial crisis in 2007 and how things could very quickly go back to that and you see the federal reserve right now which i think is they're doing intentionally is they're raising interest rates they've had something like four hikes in the last year and and really that that is sabotaging the economy for for trump right he is working with with kind of like kind of like something holding him back the whole way and uh i wouldn't be surprised to see us go into recession based solely on what the federal reserve was running i mean i was watching the federal uh, financial channel and jim kramer their main financial analyst and stocking he was just like practically throwing stuff on set going crazy about why are they raising rates this makes no sense (laughs) right but uh so Okay. Well, um, it seems like the Federal Reserve has America by the short and curlies. There's really nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, last the last president who tried to uh, uh, get rid of the Federal Reserve, uh, Kennedy. And you know what happened to him? Uh, he was trying mm-hmm. to bring back the silver certificates, backing it by silver, and uh, they exploded his head for it. I believe. I don't know. So it's a pretty dangerous thing to take on the Federal Reserve. Well, I heard it said that uh, our money right now, all it is is a paper IOU with fancy lettering on it. Yeah, it's backed by absolutely nothing. The only right. thing, the only thing that gives it value is how much is in circulation. So what, what would happen, Joe, if uh, the Federal, federal Reserve was taken out? Uh, that's difficult to say. Uh, there's so many influences in the econ- in the world economy. Uh, my guess is it's it's too late to take them out um, because they're so embedded in everything. I, I just understand that you're a bunch of big old. <laughs> oh, who's Hello? this? Uh, it's like we got a troll here. Trolls, trolls everywhere. <laughs> that's some damn Democrats. Yeah, probably the Obama Obama. It sounded just like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, do you? I believe. I mean, if you were to to get rid of the Federal Reserve, I'm sure the uh, the stock market would just take a huge dive. For one thing, initially, 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 yeah. I mean, it would be chaos so, uh, for them. Now, in the uh, past, Joel. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer both voted for big bills for the wall. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking about the double standards of the Democrats. Um, I heard it said like in 2007, 2008, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, had um, voted for like $40 billion towards a wall. What's changed? The person in office, the presidency, that's about it. It's all that, politics and, and they just don't um, like the guy. Yeah, that, <laughs> pretty much. I what, mean, if this was, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, if the media actually reported these facts, uh, you would see 90% uh, people against the Democrats on this government shutdown issue because virtually every Democrat that's been in the media opposing the wall has been on record either voting or saying directly that they want to fund a wall. Okay. Well, um, do you you feel like uh, Republicans nowadays, because of all the fake news, um, they're actually getting more uh, informed. They're they're more involved in their political uh, um, uh, party. Do you feel, feel you know, because the Republicans have to fight to breathe right now because the Democrats are uh, trying to quell everything that uh, Donald Trump is doing. Yeah, you notice, too, that more Republicans are getting more involved in their party? Seems that way. Hope it yep. continues. But yeah. Tr- Trump, was, Trump wasn't always a... Uh... A Republican, though, wasn't he uh, an independent or something like that? I think he's evolved a lot of the years, uh, but uh, I think they should like Reagan. I think they should bring back the Whigs, yeah. the Whig Party. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you see Bernie Sanders wearing a wig? Well, it's just you know you you have it's always the same two parties all the time, every time Republican Democrat, Republican Democrat. You know, so, oh, we have right. a caller here. Hopefully this is not a troll. Coney. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Well, I guess they don't want to talk. I guess they're just listening. Well, go ahead. Keep going. Who are you talking to? You or Joe. What were we talking? We're talking about... Uh, Yes, the, uh, uh, it always seems like it's always Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. It's never independence or anything else like that. It's always the same two parties, and nothing's going to change well, here's a, as long as uh, these two parties are at each other's throats. Yeah. Here's a little, here's a, go ahead. I was going to say, here's a, a little-known fact on on presidential debates yeah. and why it stays as, as two parties is that they have a 15% threshold – that you have to reach in polls to uh-huh. even be in the presidential debates. So anytime there's, I mean, we never even get really get to see these third party candidates in action because they're prevented from being in these debates by that 15% rule. And guess, guess who put that in Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> right. But if you look at, at our, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, get ahead. rid of them. Uh, yeah, I am. These, these people. Um, if you look at the the past, uh, when we had an independent, the last one who actually um, 
was listened to was Ross Perot, a businessman. <laughs> Ross Perot. And in order for, in order, for, I think Donald Trump was smart because in order to uh, be considered a legitimate candidate, he had to pick one of the two parties, and mm-hmm. obviously he went Republican. Right. So mm-hmm. that's how, that's how he got his voice heard. Ooh. Do you see that? You see Donald Trump winning again in the next election. Uh, I would say he probably will sneak in in another term. Good, good, well, he's good. Gotta, he's got to finish that wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If, he, if he caved on that, he's done. This is why right. he's not. He can't. He just can't at this point. I, I don't <laughs> see. I think, uh, I don't see Trump backing down on anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to look at uh, talk about a president that's been working hard ever since day one. Uh, the thing is, uh, the Democrats they're they're in a flurry because Donald Trump is pressing forward as fast and as hard as he can to get things accomplished. And it's actually sweeping the Democrats off their feet because they have never seen anything like this before. Um, They're scared because this guy made promises and he's been keeping every one of them. Promises kept. Hmm. Do you agree with that, Joe? As much as he's been able to, I think he's been sabotaged so much along the way, um, even by people in his own party. And you see a lot of those people that did the sabotaging, like Jeff Flake and Bob Corker getting voted out of office or being forced to leave because their poll numbers were so low. Right. Well, I I just got a feeling that um, Donald Trump will win a second term. And when it comes time for the uh, the House to vote for people in the House, you're going to see Republicans winning greatly. And then you're going to get to see a lot more getting accomplished. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. I am. Okay. Oh, we just had my another, phone kind of. We just had another caller, and the caller's name is Joe Mez, Joe Meserly. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. Well, y'all, I'll tell you one thing. I can say about YouTube: it's a great place to be, but there are so many trolls and so many people who are trying to disrupt a lot of shows. It's 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 sickening, you know what I mean? You, you, you right. Try, you, well, I like to hear from a Democrat that isn't out to uh, um, cause trouble. Let's 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 see if we can get a Democrat online that's going to be respectable and uh, have common sense. Let's you know if we can get one online, that would be great. Yeah, I don't think but, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I'm, I mean, that's that's like uh, um, praying to get a uh, unicorn, I guess. Well, see, this they, this and is I, what they do. They'll 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 come on on the show and then they'll blast their radios, you know, into the, into the mic, trying to disrupt whatever someone else is doing. You know what I mean? They're called trolls. Right. They're called trolls, and they're they're horrible. They're they're just worthless. So, but we right. got we got to fight right. them all the time on YouTube. All the time. So, so, Joe, let's uh, talk a little more about your book and uh, what uh, what made you decide to write a book. 
Well, it was a bucket list item, of course. Uh, but uh, the book, it, it centers on a story of this group of highly trained individuals, um, a couple Navy SEALs, and uh, read, led by a Marine. And each one of these people in this terrorist group have a story of somehow how the media and a lot of these behind-the-scenes organizations destroyed their lives. Like uh, the head of this organization, this terrorist organization, is a Marine, and his wife was a politician who ran for the Senate and had the media and a lot of these opposition research groups destroy her life, and she ended up killing herself. And so he started this to kind of fight back against this, and that's hmm. how they, they launched this terrorist operation, very highly sophisticated in this. And I kind of wanted to entertain and kind of teach at the same time because people, most people don't want to read about politics. They don't want to read about uh, a lot of these political groups and things like that. So I tried to make it a, a little more interesting. Is, oh, it, okay. uh, is it a work? Of, is it uh, based on a true story or did it just come off the dome? There's a lot of it that's based on real life people. Okay. Um, and I'm guessing some of it might be recognized as people in real life, but I tried to change enough of the details for liability reasons. But right. you'll 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 see you'll see how it connects to a lot of real life things going on in the world right now. Okay. Yeah. How how can a person uh, um, get a hold of your book? Uh, just go to Amazon.com. It's available in paperback or Kindle. Yep, and it's. I mean, it, it's, and it's called the the, the Vig vigilante terrorist. Mm -hmm. Terrorists with an S. Right. Yep. So. So you do you keep getting uh, that same troll there, uh, Jason? Because I keep hearing noises. No, no, it's he's not calling anymore. I think I think he uh, right. he or she probably gave up. Um, okay. Now I got uh, one more here, number ten. Okay. Now number ten is uh, he violated campaign finance laws. Um, Donald Trump knew disclosure of his extramarital affairs with Stephanie Clifford's, A.K.A. Stormy Daniels, and Karen McDougal. Mm -hmm could hurt his chances at winning the 2016 election. At the direction of Trump, Michael Cohen and American Media, Inc., uh, the publisher of the National Enquirer, bought the rights to the women's stories and forced them to sign non-disclosure agreements to prevent them from going public. Uh, Cohen admitted to making illegal hush money payments to hide Trump's affairs in the fall of 2016, just weeks before the election. So basically, the bottom line is uh, Trump committed at least two felonies to illegally cheat his way into office. I, I what bribery? Is that what he's talking about? How many people bribe each other day after day? <laughs> Happens a lot in Congress. Yeah, and then he used his own money. If this this whole story is true, he used his own money, which isn't illegal. He just he paid a fraction of what Clinton paid a bunch of the women off in. Right couple decades ago i mean i mean but this is a, no, another democratic double standard i mean so, mm -hmm. so what if he had extramarital fail i mean look at uh john f kennedy you know mm -hmm. 
And, well, and paying hush money doesn't necessarily mean he had an extramarital affair. I mean, all it takes is some noisy person to accuse him. We've seen how the media runs with any accusation. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, exactly. It could happen with anything. I mean, now nobody's safe. Uh, like I was, I was talking to somebody the other day. We we're talking about t- teachers and their. Uh, I mean, nowadays, if a teacher is even a, accused with no, no uh, evidence or in, information, that let's say he, he or she decided to do something with a student. And even if it wasn't true, if if somebody just says it, the the person's mm-hmm. career is over. Mm-hmm. It's over. I mean, that's all it takes. It's just somebody to say something, and it, social media takes it, and it just you're you're done. You're cooked. Instead of being a teacher, you're going to be a fry cook for the rest of your life. That's see. That's why. Uh... Um, I am very fortunate in life to be ugly and poor because no one's ever going to say they had sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I don't these... think your wife will even admit it to it. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to pay her just to admit she kisses me. Just, just, to, just to sit down next to him on the, on the couch. Right. But yeah, like, <laughs> like I said, these this uh, need to impeach thing. I mean, like I said, it's maybe just a bunch of bunch of Democrats trying to sway the people's minds so they can. Uh, it's, I think basically it's not for this; it's, it's for the next election. That way, nobody votes for Trump. So yeah, it's something to just try to maximize hatred of right. Donald Trump and and get their base as solid as possible. They're, they're thinking ahead, basically. So. so, so Joel, let me ask you, what is the biggest thing that you see happening um, that maybe not many people know about uh, as far as with government that really upsets you the most? By far, it's the inner workings of the political groups with the media. I mean, so many of the stories that we see nearly every day are engineered. They're basically put together by opposition research teams who will comb through every single part of your background. Now think about just everything you've said, done, written in your entire life. I mean, every paper in school, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, just go through right down the lines, you know, interviews, uh, cell phone videos, texts, emails and everything. And then you talk about how the NSA and a lot of these intelligence agencies are going behind the scenes. And just imagine someone could comb through every single part of your background. They could turn you into anything. I mean, how many times in your life have you joked about something that, that if someone got a hold of this and it was made public, they could turn you into a racist or a sexist or anything like that. And you see this happening to nearly any, every single political candidate that is an outsider that they want to destroy. And that's what they're doing. And you see all these stories that you see coordinated in the media are fed by these organizations. They, they distribute them on a daily basis. And then, then you see, you ever wonder why so many of the stories are in the media and and it's stuff that people don't care about. Something that doesn't really affect their lives. Like you look at this, I don't know if you saw a story that was yesterday Supposedly, there was a couple of kids in a Make America Great hat who were harassing an Indian. 
or chanting or something like this. Well, they clipped the video, and, it, and if you see the full video, it doesn't reflect what's going on. But this is like the top story in four or five different news organizations. Now, right. why? Wow. why? Why did they suddenly pick this out as the top story to run for the day? It's because mm-hmm. it was coordinated. It was sent out. It was collected by these political organizations, distributed to all their media contacts and the liberal media, and then they run it. Right. And it's, it's designed to pe- make people hate Donald Trump, make him look like a racist, make any, um, any followers of his look like a racist. But it has, you know, it, even, if, even if the stuff that was portrayed in the video were true, it, it doesn't matter. It's one out of home, 300 million people. Right. But it's a top story. And of course they and were the red see all the time. They were the red Donald Trump hat, so they, they make people think that they were inspired by Donald Trump to do that. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That's... Well that's a, that's kind of bringing back the Trayvon Martin uh incident. Um what the news didn't uh, bring out is the day that Trayvon Martin was killed uh by the police, um there was a young lady, uh white with a baby, walking a baby in a stroller, that a black man shot and killed the baby and then shot the mother, too. The mother didn't die, but the baby did. You didn't hear about that in the news. Hmm. Because Trayvon Martin, you, uh, yeah. I go ahead. Say that, that's an excellent example of how the media manipulates. Oh. <laughs> The Trayvon wow. media, this is the way they manipulated it. The, um, the whole uproar came because uh, George, I can't think of his last name, the guy who was charged with the murder, he oh, called, uh, made a Zimmerman. 911. Zimmerman. Zimmerman, yes, thank you. He called 911, and they they showed they played a clip of the 911 call saying, well, he looks black. He's up to no good. But what happened when you play when you play the full video of that is the 911 op- operator said well is he white or is he black and then he responded he looks black right so they cut out right. the part of the 911 operator nbc cut out the 911 operator's question so it made it look like it was a racist statement and the whole right. uproar came from that huh. and it was totally based on a lie wow can't believe the media would do something like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, I mean, that's something to Google. And to this day, I bet you that 99% of liberals do not know that fact. Right. So uh, um, remember when uh, uh, President Trump came out and made an announcement uh, just recently, and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi wanted their time also on television. Um. Can you recall of of anything like that happening ever before? I've seen it in response to like a um, like a major presidential like a major uh, presidential speech on uh, like a State of the Union or something like that. But no, it's it's a recent thing. It's kind of like a tantrum response, in my opinion. Right now, uh, if I were, if I was President Trump, if I'm going to talk to the the people about uh, who are these people getting through, well, they call the number. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to lock the room. 
I'm gonna lock the room. I have to lock the room. They got these. All I'm getting is trolls today. Must be uh. Okay. Must be the Pelosi trolls coming out. Yep. So go ahead. <clears throat> um, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> I don't. They, this getting this getting old sucks. <laughs> Uh, no, what was I talking about? Talking... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're all here or something like that. I know. I guess oh, it... I know what it was. Oh. When uh, Donald Trump was talking to the uh, American citizens about uh, wanting to build a wall, um, mm-hmm. what I, I would have done if I was him is I would have showed video of Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> when they're talking, you know, from years back about needing a wall, I would have been showing that. That would have shut them up in a hurry, you know. Yeah, Twitter. Trump has been having a blast with this. I think on Twitter, just like uh, he, he, he's playing clips from Schumer and Obama and all these other ones, advocating for the wall, and he's saying. Uh, Thanks for the advice. He'll tweet. <laughs> you, you, know, you, know, you know, the thing, Joe, is is a, a lot of people, they just don't care. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll see it. Mm-hmm. It could be right in their face. And, and uh, the person, you know, could have completely have been a hypocrite and, and they don't care. So they're, they're going to like who they like. You know, some some if you're mm-hmm. de- Democrat, you're going to be Democrat no matter what the Democrats do. Right, right. Now there are those. The there are those. All right, go ahead. I was going to say, and the Democrats don't care because they know half the. I mean, ninety-nine percent of the media is not going to play their statements. So right. Right. Their voters remain happily ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. that's sad. It's a sad, sad well, way. Well, so. um, the Democrats are trying to use uh, the media for their agenda. I think it's time for Donald Trump to start using past media recordings to help his agenda. Right. I mean, it's time for him to start bringing this out. You know I what I mean? I would love to see him in this State of the Union address that Pelosi is trying to prevent. I would love to see him do something like that. Just sit there. I'm yeah. going to give some equal time to my Democrats and then play the clips of all these things and – <laughs> yep, that, that's that's great. And also, uh, speaking of that, Nancy Pelosi wanting the State of the Union address uh, canceled for right now. Um, what do you think about what Donald Trump did by canceling a military airplane for Nancy Pelosi's um, trip? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> yep, I think it's hilarious. Because... Um, why should the government be shut down, but yet she can use government, uh, um, you know, uh, things such as airplanes and such well, you, to uh, do her agenda? Well, you know, the thing is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, like you were saying, Joe, she has a, a lot of money. What did you say, $300 million or something like that? F- fly, something like co- that. fly coach on Southwest Airlines or something <laughs> like that. Get to Egypt that way. Why do you have to take a, a federal, a government, government plane? Just fly coach. No, no one will recognize you there. Because, like I said, the people are willfully ignorant. <laughs> just, just put on some, some makeup and and big old sunglasses, and 
go to well, Egypt. That's the same with uh, that. That's the same with the pres- presidential uh, um, run Hillary Clinton did. Donald Trump used his personal plane for uh, flying to these different uh, uh, places for gatherings. Uh, Hillary Hillary Clinton was using Air Force One. Hmm. You know, so the taxpayers, even the Republicans, were paying for her to use Air Force One or Air Force Two. Uh, what what was her? Uh, what was the name of the uh, plane? It had a um, it had a nickname like the Flying Broom or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did. It, it was hilarious. The Flying uh, Broom. It was very fitting. Yep. Oh. From what I hear, very the Secret Service had a, had a lot of uh, nicknames for Hillary. Yep. Do you oh. think she's going to run again? I think she's going to entertain the idea. Um, I'm not sure she can win another primary, just because uh, even even Democrats are starting to hate her. Hmm. And what about this new uh, young lady from California that's? Uh, is in the house, uh, Ocasia or something like that. Um, what do you think about her? I mean, she's very outspoken. Uh, uh, Are you talking about uh, Ocasio-Cortez? Oh, the woman, yep. the, the woman with the big old bug eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, she's a socialist, I think. Um, what do you yeah. think of her? Do you think she'll get anywhere? I think she's a, a voice of our educational system nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. It's sad <clears throat> the things that come from her. It's yeah. scary. You see it in a lot of memes. She's, she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she She's only like 27, 28 years old, so she's going to be around for a long time. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, yeah. See what, we, see what we have to look forward to? <laughs> now, uh, now Nancy Pelosi, she's uh, like 108 years old. Um, is, is she like taking eating Dannon yogurt or something that uh, is keeping her alive oh, this geez. long? Hey, oh my sp- goodness! Speaking of speaking of old ladies, what, what was that uh, that judge that uh, uh, Supreme Court Ruth judge? Ginsburg. Is she still alive or did she kick the bucket? She's hanging on by a thread. Hanging I think, on by uh, a thread. I think, I think Chuck and Nancy are kind of do the weekend and Bernie at Bernie's thing with her. <laughs> uh, you know, that's funny you say that because there was uh, Joe. Have you ever heard of QAnon? I have not. Okay, it's a uh, um, it's a group that has has a lot of conspiracy theories, and they believe that that judge is actually dead. They're just not bringing it out because they're hiding the fact. So that way, Donald Trump doesn't get an opportunity to put in another Supreme Court judge. <laughs> and you know, this—well, she's missing arguments right now. So this this lady is quite this lady is quite the fighter. Let me tell you. I mean, she's older than dirt, but she back in the day she was battling pancreatic cancer, and pancreatic cancer. If nobody knows. What that is, that's a very, from what I've heard, the most painful cancer to have. And there's only like a 5% survival rate. Correct. And this woman beat that. So 
She. Uh, I think if you if you drink enough pickle juice, it'll keep you uh, standing straight. Doesn't <laughs> so mean you're alive. Huh? Well, yeah, they could they could just uh, what are they could take her to the taxidermist and and uh, get her stuff yeah. get her stuffed now, uh, get her stuffed. No. <laughs> Now, uh, with Brett Kavanaugh now uh, on the Supreme Court, you don't hear anything about him anymore. Uh, do you think the Democrats finally gave up their uh, their fight when it came to Brett Kavanaugh? I think they almost have to because I think it's what been four accusers now have come out and admitted they lied. Oh, really? See, so, yeah, that I didn't know. Came out. Wow. Can you now? Uh, can are you, you go ahead? Are you affiliated with another uh, political uh, um, website, Joe? Um, just the the politically incorrect humor one that I have on there. I, of course, frequent quite a few. But now, is is your website the politically incorrect? How many hits are you get on that? Uh, politically incorrect humor. Uh, it's a relatively new website. It's less than a year old. It's getting a couple thousand a day. Hmm. Couple thousand a day. I think we need to get Joe on the show more often. Maybe we'll get some hits here. <laughs> well, you know, um, the the like for our show, two, two guys and a mic. Um, my mom is a subscriber. The problem is she passed away ten years ago. <laughs> No, well, it's, it's like <laughs> it's like when the Democrats, you know, when they're, when they're ready to vote, you know, got the dead people. Even the dead people are voting. <laughs> yeah, they're based. That's how. Yeah. What, so, uh, what do they say? Throwing mama off the cliff and dirty air and dirty water? No, they're they're digging digging mom out of the ground, <laughs> making her vote. <laughs> Put the coins in her eyes and just set her up in the bed in the living room. You know, but so uh, Joe, how about um, your your future as far as being an author? Do you have any um, other books coming out? Uh, do you have anything that you're starting? Any new projects? I've thought about writing a sequel to my first one because uh, uh, no spoilers, but there's a cliffhanger at the end, um, and then. Yeah probably just expanding this uh this website since it seems to be taken off the and uh the associated facebook page for it which hmm. got something like thirteen thousand followers on it right now you know i know that now, was... how many how many copies of your book have you uh sold so far uh something like two three two thousand or so oh wow that's awesome so uh, I'm sure uh, New York Times aren't, aren't going to make you a bestseller because um, you're probably not making the Democrats happy. Probably not. And uh, yeah, I'm guessing now I'm guessing journalists won't want to tout this book. Well, I was just thinking maybe you and Jim Acosta should go together and uh, write a book. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Why he, but, he, uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't let Joe speak? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But uh, you know, maybe uh, you ever consider a lot of the things that are not being said in the media. Maybe you should be the man to do that. 
Because it sounds Maybe like someday. you've got a lot of followers. Maybe someday. No, like running for office or something? Yeah. Oh, I got too many things in my background for, for that ever to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some involving Dan. <laughs> yeah, well. And we'll leave I that there. I thought we weren't going to mention that. <laughs> yeah, I thought we weren't going to mention that. You know, I know. And that only happened once. <laughs> and I know, I know there was a there was a uh, a show called Politically Incorrect that was with uh, um, uh, Bill Maher. Are you a big Bill Maher fan, Joe? Um, he doesn't bother me as much as a lot of liberals, but I mean, uh, he can be funny occasionally. But because uh, he. A lot of times he does take on liberals as much as conservatives, but right. that's not known very much. But I, I haven't watched him for a long time. I mean, his his uh, I think he's got a new show, New Time or Real Time with Bill Maher. But um, he, his stand up is actually really funny. Uh, but his political you know, stuff and you know, is he's not. Like a, yeah, and you know he's actually a pretty good friends with Ann Coulter. If you can believe that. Oh well, wow! He's always Ann he's, Coulter. Yeah, but he's always on Fox News. Yeah, he's always dogging her though, all the time. Oh yeah. So, so let's uh, let's kind of wrap this up. We'll uh, um, let's get some uh, finished answers from Joe. Uh, number one, your book, The Vigilante Assassins. A person can go to Amazon.com, pick up a copy of that. Um, Vigilante terrorist, that is. Vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. you gave me the wrong book no <laughs> um yeah that that book that one um also uh hopefully joe will have a project in the future so maybe we'll get another chance to read some another thing from this author uh politically incorrect humor is your website correct correct do you have a YouTube so, page uh, or do you have a YouTube page or anything or? Uh, not right now, no. No, but you have a Facebook, correct? Facebook page, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what is the Facebook page? It's the uh, it's the exact same thing. Uh, it's called politicallyincorrecthumor.com. dot com. Okay. Just, if you search on that, you'll find it. Okay, and uh, kind of uh, refresh everyone. Uh, as far as impeaching Donald Trump, do you think they have uh, any proof to have that happen? I don't think they do, but I think they'll still try to get it through. They'll spin in it. The house anyway. okay. They'll spin it any way they can. And in your personal opinion, you feel that Donald Trump will win another term? At this point, um, of course, two years is a long time and anything could happen, but... Uh, I think he's going to lose the popular vote again just because places like California and New York are so overly skewed Democrat. But I think he will get enough votes you know, in the Electoral College. I think. I, and I, go ahead, I, Jason. I, I think he's going to win another term, I think. Because he's got, he's got charisma. I mean, the guy's got charisma. I mean, and a hot wife. No, he doesn't. But that's another story. <laughs> Um, no, the guy's got charisma. When he's up there talking, people want to hear him. You know, I mean, who wants to hear Hillary? Hillary's boring. 
She doesn't have the. She doesn't right. have that that charisma like like Donald Trump does. You know, the guy's well, e- uh, egotistical. Of- He's egotistical, and people like to see that. They they want to see stuff that people don't want to see boring stuff. It's like you know going to a movie. You know, you want to. You don't want to see some love story. You want to see action. You want to see bodies flying all over the place. I mean, you, you want action. You want that kind of stuff. You know, that's why action right. movies are so popular. But he's popular because he's got he's got it, man. He's got that. He knows how to, to, to draw a crowd and to keep the crowd. He knows how to do that. And they don't know what he's going to say. And sometimes he comes out with stuff that uh, people really get a kick out of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's a straight shooter. Oh, definitely. He's a straight shooter. Yeah, and, I uh, So what do you think uh, Congress and the House are going to do uh, when it comes to the wall, Joe? Uh, not a damn thing. <laughs> really? And, and you don't think that will affect uh, Donald Trump or will it affect the Democrats in future uh, races? I think it, it's going to hit a lot of of the middle of the road Democrats or the, the Democrats from the Trump states are definitely going to be punished in the midterms or in the 2020 election, I should say. Okay. Uh, you know, I've heard rumors that Hillary's going to run again. I definitely wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Get some fresh blood in there. Run for what? Alderman? No, for president again. That's the rumor. But then, of course, you know, a lot yeah, of st- I, uh, 90, 98% of the stuff on social media is, is is a lie. I mean, right. what's funny is you, you put a meme out there and you can you can say pretty much anything you want. And people will believe it. And they'll share it. And before you know it, it becomes true. <laughs> That's the way it is now. Right. It's, it's, it's it's called it's, the Democratic Party. Oh, it's not just so, that. I mean, you could say anything. You could you know you could say that uh, that uh, it's going to be raining Hershey's kisses tomorrow. People are going to believe this stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's 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 amazing what social media has done. I mean, it's it's got right. its good points and its bad points, but I think mostly bad. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so, do you have any more questions for Mister Meserly? No, I have no question from uh, Mr. Mesley. I'm I'm pretty much done with that. But I might have some later, and maybe he can come back on another show, and we can get rid of these damn trolls. My goodness, I have to apologize for the trolls, Joe. It uh, it's no just, that's just the uh, nature of the beast when it comes to doing stuff on YouTube or any any type of social platform. So definitely, yeah. You gotta you well, gotta deal with me. you gotta deal with water-headed yep. idiots. So. Well, you have yourself a, a great rest of your weekend, Joe, and uh, maybe someday we'll have you on a future show. And uh, uh, if you can listen in next weekend, hopefully we'll have Steve Motley on our show. Steve Motley, and uh, yeah, yeah, you have a you have a great day, Joe. Thank you for having right. me. Take care. Yep. Take care. Yep. Bye bye. You know, Dan. I, I, I'm, I'm going to do a, let me do a quick shout out right now to anybody who, okay. uh, who, uh, actually, you know, I'm going to do it this way. Um, anybody, if anybody out there knows who G-Man is, I've been trying to get yeah, a hold of this guy. 
I really want to have him on the show because I was watching a episode of, uh, I believe it's a non sequitur show. And uh, he was talking about how he can't get anybody to, uh, to talk with him about prison reform. And yes. I want to put it out right now. I want to discuss with him prison reform. So if anybody knows G-Man, um, just let him know that uh, Two Guys in a Mic podcast is trying to get a hold of him. And uh, want, we want him to come on the show to talk about prison reform. All right? Yep, that's a very good shout-out. And also, if uh, you're an expert in whatever field it is, and you would like to be on our show, you can just go to one of our shows um, that's already been uh, online and put it in your comments that you are trying to get a hold of us. Otherwise, you can go email us at it's two guys in a mic at gmail.com. Now, two in it's two guys in a mic is, the number. is it spelled out or is, it's the number two. It's, it's the number. Right. It'll, okay. it'll be in the uh, description below. I'll, I'll put it down there. So, yeah. And like I said, and if you have any go ahead. ideas for future shows, yes. Any ideas for future shows uh, for those who listen? Um, uh, you're more than welcome to give your uh, advice as far as uh, what you'd like to see in a in an upcoming show, and we'll put something together. Definitely, definitely, and uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna see. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, Dan has a couple of uh, ideas in his in his dome in his melon that he's uh, yeah, swirling yeah. around. That uh, we're gonna see if we can make it come to fruition. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, like I said, every oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, let me. Let, what? Hey, let yeah. me do a shout out real quick. Okay, go ahead. Dustin Diamond, Screech from. Uh, uh, Saved by the Bell. Well, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Hey, I've been trying to contact you. Um, we'd like to have you on the show, too. Um, don't worry, it's not negative, everything is in a positive light. If you ever want to bring up anything negative, that's up to you. But uh, we would like to talk to uh, ex-child uh, stars and see wh- how they got into the business, what life was like in the business, and what life is like now. So, Dustin Diamond, if you could uh, contact us, we've been trying to contact you. I did get a hold of an old agent of yours. But no one has any information on how to contact you. We're trying to get get a hold of you, right? So, uh, or any yeah. child star. If there's any child stars out there that want to come up and tell their story or whatever, that's that'd be great. Um, yep, I'm, I would like to get Angus T. Jones on the show. Hmm. <coughs> that can work. Um, I haven't got. Yeah. Also, uh, were we thinking about uh, doing another uh, Jehovah's Witness? Uh, uh, show in the coming future yeah, w- yeah in the coming future i would like to uh try and uh diversify um our shows right now because we hit the jehovah's witnesses pretty heavy last uh season right and this season i still want to do um ex jehovah's witness shows just not as much because uh there's a lot of uh other topics we right. want to hit this this season. Okay, and before we go, I want to do one more shout out. I'm going to put all this in the description. So, but if there's anybody out there 
uh, ladies or, or guys that were um, back in the 70s and 80s or even the 60s, if you were part of a, a church called uh, People's Baptist Church, Lester Roloff was the pastor. Uh, if you're a, a, a Roloff survivor, get a hold of me at it's two guys at a mic at gmail.com. Uh, I want I want to get a show together about uh, the Lester Roloff survivors, survivors of his church, because uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that happened over there. So it'd be, oh, it'd be okay. a really interesting thing that to, to show to have. Because I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of forums where people are going there talking about their stories of abuse and all this other stuff that happened at that church, and uh, nobody has really done a, uh, a podcast on it. And I'd like to get some people together that were survivors to come and tell their story, and people that were actually yeah, there. Something. If there were people that are actually that that have good things to say about Lester Roloff, that's come on the show too. And like I said, it's two guys in a mic at gmail.com. And uh, we'll. we'll the uh, two is the number two. Right, it's the number two. So. Yep. So, all right. Is that all we got there, Dan? Yep, that's all, all I right. got. Okay, well, once again, I want to thank Joe Meserly for being on the show. I know that um, this is actually, I think this is one of the first shows where we've actually had a problem with trolls. I've I've heard of yeah. people, I've heard of people having trolls on their shows and I've, it's never happened to us but now it has and it's really really annoying that you have these people come on here and do that and try to disrupt um, a uh, civilized conversation and it's a shame correct it's a shame so but hopefully we can uh, um, remedy that somehow we'll have to I'll have to look into it and see what we can do to you know block certain types of numbers that they're using or whatever anyway so that's all i got but um thank you for watching everybody we appreciate it and uh make sure to subscribe yep. to the channel and uh if, if, if ring the bell there so you can get the notifications and when we're going to be um coming on next live so and like i said what, what was the name of that guy that might be coming uh, next week Steve Modley. Steve I'm Motley. hoping that I can get him on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, fighting a cold here. And he's basically a conspiracy but, theorist, right? Or something like that? Or he deals with that? Well, I think he is a member of QAnon. Okay. I'm not positive, but he's got a lot of very interesting topics that he talks about. Uh, very interesting uh, man. He's a retired United States Marine, and uh, he's done some interesting things in his life. Uh, he's a, I would call an internet sensation. He's he's got a lot of followers. I mean, thousands and thousands of followers. Mm. So I'm hoping he will be on our show next Sunday. If not, we just might have an open mic uh, show. Yes, we got. I got some topics. Maybe we could discuss. So. Um, okay. All right. So I guess with that, we're going to go ahead and end it. Um, like I said, thanks for coming out and being here with us today. Um, like I said, once again, thanks to Joe Meserly for being on the show and tolerating us, <laughs> our, our <laughs> tolerating our antics. <laughs> yep. There you go. So, all right. All right. Well, uh, stay on the line, Dan. I want to talk to you about something before you go. 
All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, now I'm Jason, and of course, I'm Dan. That's right. And this is two guys on a mic. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next Sunday at three o'clock sharp. All right. Take it easy. All right.